Draft time, babies. Welcome back to the Draft Alps for another draft, draft snack. snack. A quick draft to hold you over until the next full draft serving. Oh, I'm Dylan. And I'm Benjamin. Today, oh, today we are drafting the most underrated Disney or Pixar villains. Yeah, but first we've got to roll for the glory of choice. All right, let's do it. Come on, Betsy. I'm not even saying the name right anymore. 23. Goaded number. The gods have bestowed favor upon me, clearly. Wow. Can I beat 23? 27? You motherfucker. Oh my god. Are you going first? Ooh. In an underrated Disney villain draft. Do I go first? Should I go first or should I go second? Dang, I don't know. It's underrated, so we're, we're thinking about ones that are slept on. Oh, yeah. Don't this, get a whole lot of love. And this can come from all of Disney. All Disney. Everything all Disney owns. And I'm if I'm number one, I'm basically picking the most underrated Disney villain of all time. I guess, yeah, you could think about it like that, I you're, guess. You're arguing like the one that never comes up are you, are in you any thinking capacity. It's going to be the coolest of the underrated. Like the coolest on the list. <clears throat> Ooh. Is it the, the, is it the uncoolest or the coolest you're drafting first? You know, maybe maybe we should think about it as like the coolest underrated ones. I think so. The most notable underrated. <laughs> what a oh, uh, would that would we call that an amorphism? Wait, is that the right word? That's not right. An anacracy. An anacracy? Yeah, I don't know why I said amorphism. It's an anacracy, isn't it? I don't. I don't know. Google that. Okay. Well, I'll I'll decide to go first, just so. We can get the train rolling, and I don't ever, I don't really go first that often. That'll give me a first shot, if you will, in the duel later, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 First pick, I'm going to take Otto from Wally. Oh, oh God. The he was, autopilot of the Axiom. You son of a gun. He was on my list. Such a fucking asshole. Oh, God. Like, he's so slept on. You don't hear about him. He doesn't, he obviously doesn't have a lot of marketability. And I don't know that Disney would want to put him out, you know, in the mind's eye of the public, being that we are so dependent on artificial intelligence already without even really being aware of it. If if we're hyper focused on a big villain being an artificial intelligence, we're gonna, you know, we might we might panic a little bit, oh, even yeah. if it is fictitious. Oh yeah, dude, Otto is scary. I mean, he basically it, it they tries to um co like co opt everything that the human pilot tries to do, right? Um, and and it's scary because you know the whole time the humans think they're in control. But really, Otto is actually the secret captain of the ship the entire time. Yeah, he's and he's he has no emotions, no None. feelings. It's all about the protocol. It's all about the job that he was designed to do. Yep. 
that part in the movie where Wally's kind of putting it together and he looks at oh wait, no, it's not Wally, it's the captain. And he looks at all of the different pictures of the other captains. Uh-huh. And Otto's just becoming more and more prominent yes. in the pictures of each captain before he's just like right there on your shoulder, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. That's super creepy. He's got that one big red eye, if you will, in the beginning or oh, yeah. right in the middle of him. Very much inspired by 2001 Space Odyssey. And Hail, what, Hail, Hail 9000? Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. And everything's fine, right? I mean, until the human tries to <clears throat> kind of take back control. You know, then Otto's like, oh, fuck no. Oh no. No, no, no. This violates the programming. But, bub. This man does not treat Wally well either. He is a, he's a villain. Yes, definitely. Just callous. <sighs> Cold-blooded. That's the scary part about machines taking over, man. Like, all this talk about putting microchips in our brains and making AI, you know, things like Amigo, our little companion. Um, You know, it's it's scary stuff. They start hacking and controlling people. Oh, God, dude. It's it's not going to be good. Nah. Um, Let me go for my first pick. I'm going to go for... Uh, I'm going to go for Saber from Tarzan. Ooh, the natural predator. Dude, he's, it's just, it, it really is kind of the circle of life, right? Saber comes in, uh, is it Saber or Sabor? Maybe it's Sabor. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but comes in, narks both of Tarzan's parents and presumably consumes them, right? Some, uh, Tarzan survives, I forget how, but, <clears throat> What's interesting is later on, Tarzan kills Sabor, uh, and and that's partially how he gains respect, right? Um, isn't that how he gains Kerchak's respect? Yeah, yeah, by killing Sabor, and it's wild. I always thought that scene was actually very wild because Sabor. You know, it's, I don't think Sabor can talk like the other gorillas can. He Tarzan can't talk to him. They just start fighting, and Tarzan literally kills this thing, you know, drapes him over his shoulder as a dead thing on a Disney film. So baller. Dude. Dude, that fight is so sick. It is. He's chasing him through the trees and shit. It's it's insane. For, like, a Disney movie, it, it's, it's on the level of seeing Mufasa die in front of our eyes. Yeah. You know, it's on that level. So I got to pick Sabor for my first pick. That's a pretty good pick, brother. That's a pretty good pick. I won't lie. I don't know if it's as good as Otto, though. Otto is a different kind of terrifying. I don't know, man. I mean, are you afraid of being consumed? Round two. Mm, dude, I'm more afraid of AI than I am. You're not afraid a of a tiger cat. Tiger coming to consume your ass? Nah. Really? Nah. <laughs> Re- why not? Really? Because I just don't think it's a realistic fear. I'm scared. Dude, mount, uh, dude, the mountain lion. Group in Eastern narked, Washington, they're over there. The the mountain lion narks some people in Ben, though. I, I'm, I'm not those people. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not out walking around where a mountain lion's going to get me. Okay. Well, these people were biking on, on a trail. Out there looking vulnerable. On a bike? Yeah. Okay. You're pretty vulnerable on a bike. I guess so. I didn't think you'd be vulnerable to a mountain lion. Um... My next pick has to be Ernesto de la Cruz. You think that he is an underrated is he bad not, guy? Is he not underrated? 
I don't know, dude. He's so new that it's hard to say whether mm. he's underrated or not. He's pretty big, dude. Okay, all right. I'm going to go with the Sheriff of Nottingham. So the Sheriff of Nottingham uh, from Robin Hood. Dude, this guy's awful. He's like the man coming to get you. He's It's a double whammy because he's law enforcement and he's there to to tax you and at one point in the film he like st- he reaches into a, the blind monks uh uh collection cup and takes the money and and takes the church money as well uh this guy is slimy you'd think that it would be king richard the feeble-minded infantile king and robin hood who would be the real villain no 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 it's a sheriff of nottingham doing his bidding because he enjoys it Right, just another piggly wiggly out there, enjoying putting your average person down because they can't rub two brain cells together. Damn, you're coming for him. I am. <laughs> so you know, I don't want to disparage the entire field of law enforcement. However, um, it's undeniable that uh, the sheriff of Nottingham hits a little bit different in today's day and age post George Floyd. So. I'm going to have to pick Sheriff of Nottingham coming up second because he's a real piece of shit. Steals from the poor to give to his prince and take a little in his pocket. Oh, you know he gets a little side piece. Oh, yeah, he's healthy. Dude, he's he's big. big. He's substantial. All right. And size is definitely used to demonstrate like health. Yeah. In those times, he's pretty healthy. He's very, he's not malnourished. No, he gets a very high caloric diet. Yeah. He's eating more than other people. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, And he locks people up unjustly. Although, I mean, Robin Hood is a thief. Like, let's not be, let's not, I don't want to glorify Robin Hood's actions either. But, uh, yeah, he's a little bit, he's, he's, his heart's in the right place at least. Yeah. Okay, so my second pick, you know, after this, it's going to be hard to beat this team. Whatever. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that to, like, really gas myself up. It's just, you look at the actual character, it's like, uh, yeah, the Sheriff of Nottingham, he's pretty shitty. Percival C. McLeach. Now that is a shitty human being. <laughs> <laughs> An exceptionally shitty human being. Oh, okay. Damn. Yes. Okay. The Poacher from yeah. Rescuers Down Under, the better Rescuers film, in my opinion. It's an it's amazing sequel. I, I had it on VHS. I loved that movie as a kid. The animation was beautiful. The storytelling was great. I don't know why, but I had this fascination with Australia as a child. Me too. I always wanted to go there. I thought it seemed so cool, so unique. Well, and you know, it's like English people in the desert, right? Something about that. It's exotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get down to Australia. Those hats they wear. And their accent. They got cargo shorts on all year. Oh, I might. Oh, I might. Go get a beer at the pub. Everything down there is insane. The bugs are insane. The reptiles are insane. The sharks are insane. The kangaroos are insane. And they're just walking around like it ain't no thing. It's like, (laughs) yep. Go get a shrimp on a bobby. And they, they, even their language is insane, too. I mean, they throw around cunt in their, you know, regular vernacular. 
<laughs> or at least that's a stereotype. I'm sure that's not necessarily true. So in Rescuers Down Under, the, the main character, his name's Cody, right? And I think his dad is a ranger, but his dad's always gone. So he's running around, like, not really getting into mischief, but being a little outback explorer. And he runs into McLeach, and McLeach is nothing but a shithead. Cody falls in one of his traps, and instead of McLeach just being like, get the fuck out of here, kid, he takes the kid hostage. Like, what's he going to do with him? Yeah, he... Well, we find out what he's going to do with him first. He keeps him all chained up. Oh, no, the reason why he keeps him is because he's got the feather of the big-ass eagle that this poacher wants to poach. Another reason why this guy's a piece of shit. Because think about how much you emotionally connected to that big, beautiful bird. Oh, my God. And then there's, like, this... There's this symbolism behind you being an American and how the eagle is so glorified as, like, a predatory, like, bird of our nation. So then you just see this epic bird... Getting like this guy's trying to poach this epic bird. Well, and He's using this kid, the eagle is being re kind of uh, like it's it's there's efforts to bring it back during right. that time when this movie was made as well. Right, conservation efforts. So he keeps the kid, manipulates the kid into showing him where the nest is, captures the kid again. Could have just let the kid go. He showed you where the eagle's nest was on accident. But then you take him again, and you fucking try to feed him to crocodiles. Okay, this guy is a villain's villain. He's trying to dis- he's locking kids in cages. He's throwing them in giant watering holes filled with saltwater crocodiles, which will eat you. Uh, yes. McLeach is a piece of shit. He is a super underrated villain. He sucks. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He fucking sucks. That's all I got. Y'all, that's going to wrap it up for this first half. We both got two in the bank. We need to get to an ad real quick, and then we'll be more. We'll be more. We'll be back with some more draft snacks. Draft snacks. RateMyHero.com is about helping the public answer a single question. What do I need to know to maximize my chances of being saved by a particular hero or avoid the wrath of a nefarious villain? Every hero is different, and knowing what to expect can help you be better prepared in times of an emergency. Check out these real reviews from people who have used the site after coming into contact with their heroes. Prince Philip didn't clean up after his horse entitled (laughs) one star hercules offers great tree removal service quick easy and little harm done to our property also not a bad guy to strike up a conversation with four stars buzz can be helpful if you're another toy didn't seem too interested in helping us bigs one star corella deville's coats feel like they were made out of literal puppies It can't be ethical. Five stars. I'm pretty sure Ernesto de la Cruz is hiding something, but I just can't put my finger on it. Either way, he is very self-absorbed. Always talking about his music or movies like, duh, dude, I've seen you places. We're both on the same dating site, hun. You're not that special. Totally mid and not a hero, even though he'll tell you he played one in a movie. One star. 
The ants from a bug's life infested my kitchen cabinets and can't be killed by Raid. Two stars. Ray blew up my husband's minivan when she tried to force pull him out of an accident. Five stars, as he cheated on me with his secretary. Donald Duck lost his temper when he and his nephews came over to install a new back deck on our property. They left the job half finished, but I gotta make ducks do. Five stars. Bell's mobile library had every book you could imagine, and she's friendly to boot. Four stars. Goofy took a shit on our living room floor. I guess he isn't house trained? One star. RateMyHero.com is here to provide resources that aren't typically easy to find. Check out our research section for tips, articles, and our handy message board. Terms and conditions apply. We honor your First Amendment rights. Our service allows you to post, link, store, share, and otherwise make available certain information, text, or other material content. You are responsible for the content that you post on or through the service, including its legality, reliability, and appropriateness. Round three. RateMyHero.com. You can also rate villains there. Tell us your experiences. It's a great website. It's fantastic. It's all about the message board, though. It is. You know, the way you can interact with people. I mean, wow. It's almost like Match.com or Yelp. Yeah. Almost, or, or like Rate My Professor or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. All right, third pick. You know, ugh, how do you follow up that amazing second round pick? I was just telling Ben I, I was both proud and mad at him at the same time for thinking of Percival C. McLeach. Not going to lie. I'm, I'm thrown off my game now just a little bit. But it's all good. Old, old Dylan's going to come back. I've got another great villain that is super underrated. And it's amazing how underrated he is considering the prominence of, of the other characters within like Disney's parks and they like they create a lot of extra media around them. I'm talking about Toy Story villain, of course. Um and I'm not going to say Lotso is a slept on character because we all know Lotso's shitty and of all the Disney bad guys or of all the Toy Story bad guys, he gets the most play. I'm going to lean into Stinky Pete cuz Stinky Pete really is a stinker. <laughs> Stinky Pete's awful. He he's a liar. He's manipulative he's in it all for himself i mean dude he he almost succeeds he's so close he has woody on the plane the plane is taking off if he had been on the plane himself woody would have been stuck there oh my god luckily buzz and the crew were able to get him on the conveyor belt and put him in a little girl's backpack. That's right. But Pete, dude, he's a piece of shit. He'd be turning on the controller, getting Woody caught in the middle of the night when Woody's trying to make an escape. Every time Woody's about to get away, Pete's standing in his way, but without you knowing it's Pete, not until the end. Dude, Andy's got a pickaxe. I don't know what he's going to do. with Like, as a last resort, what would he do with that pickaxe? I wouldn't doubt that in real life, Stinky Pete would not have any qualms with using it to end your life and like drop you down a gulch in the desert or something. He really is like murderous. We see what he would do because at one point he uses that pickaxe to rip Woody's arm. 
where it was previously right. ripped. And he does it so effortlessly, like, whoosh. Yeah. He's like, they can stitch you back together. So I think he would hacksaw murder someone without even batting an eye. He oh, doesn't yeah. care. He's a sociopath. He's just got to get him and his packaging to Tokyo. Stinky Pete. Stinky motherfucking Pete. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Man. Killing this draft. I'm going to have to go as a counter to Stinky Pete. Dude. I'm going to have to go with Lampwick from Pinocchio. Now, at first glance, you might think, Lampwick? Who's that? And why is he a villain? Well, he does the most, the oh-so-subtle peer pressuring to corrupt Pinocchio and get everyone turned into a donkey. He gets Pinocchio drinking the booze, drinking the old hooch, smoking cigars, gambling, Right? Saying words he shouldn't say. He corrupts Pinocchio and himself and the other uh, lads and lassies. Right? The other kiddos. Uh, and and they all get turned into donkeys to be used in slave labor. Lampwick is a slept-on villain that definitely... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but I don't think Lampwick gets play at all. Right? I mean, or at least he gets not much. play on the Pinocchio ride, but that's because I think that there isn't. There's an argument that could be made that Lampwick isn't a villain; he's a victim. He yes, definitely. He's a child. He has not been raised well. He's been encouraged and motivated by these adults who are manipulating him to yeah. get him to this place. Mm -hmm. Like the real villain in Pinocchio at this stage of the movie would be. The guy who's running the carnival, the guy who rounds them all up to sell them in the salt mines, the guy who uh, Honest John ironically makes the deal with, and then that guy rounds them all up. We don't even know. I don't even know if there's a name for that guy, though. Um, Pinocchio characters. Pinocchio. Well, still, I'm going. I mean, he's like the he's he's. Yeah, I don't know. He's pretty evil, but I get I get where you're going with him. He's a bad influence on. Also, I called him Lampwick, but I think his name is actually Candlewick. Is that true? I see Lampwick. Okay, I thought. I thought so. Let's see. We got the Roughhouse statue, Carnival Barkers two and three, <clears throat> Carnival Barker one. Yeah, I don't know. Stromboli? Stromboli? No, Stromboli is the puppet guy. Mm. Gonna have to rewatch Pinocchio. Mangia Fuoco? I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm still going with Lampwick as he, he is the one who does the corrupting. He is a victim, but also a lot of villains are kind of victims. If you wanna if you wanna look at it that way. Except for Sabor, that's just a circle of life. But uh I mean, you know, the sheriff of Nottingham, maybe he's a victim of the world he grew up in, right? Same with Percival C. McLeach. Percival C. McLeach, you know, he only graduated from the third grade. So maybe maybe they're all victims. Stinky Pete is a victim of ill-gotten success or lack of success, being a, a rare and not sought-after collector's item. Yeah. 
Stinky Pete's definitely sour about always being in Woody's shadow. Yeah. Being on a, a dime store shelf and watching all the other toys around you get bought. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're done with Lampwick. I'm done with Lampwick. You got to wrap this up well with your fourth pick, dude. I think so. It's tough. It's an uphill climb. I think I've got a value pick. He thinks he's got a value pick. I'm going with Demona from Gargoyles as an underrated Disney villain. For, first of all, the Gargoyles had a film, but I don't think it hit theaters or, you know, if it did, it was definitely like a cult classic sort of situation. And then they had a TV show um, for that had a brief run in the 90s. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think it's pretty much just millennials who probably remember Gargoyles these days. Um, Demona was Goliath. The Goliath is the main character, main Gargoyle. Demona and Goliath were lovers. And... Uh, <clears throat> Demona betrayed Goliath and all of her brethren to try to eliminate uh, the humans. And that's her, that's her kind of like theme throughout the whole show is she cares about the gargoyles. She, in an effort to preserve gargoyle legacy and protect them, she tries to eliminate humans because humans have tried to eliminate gargoyles. She thinks the only way the gargoyles will thrive is by eliminating humans. A tragedy in her character is that Goliath and the other gargoyles will never respect her because they ally themselves with the humans and they view that they view genocide as wrong. <laughs> That's kind of the thing. You know, Demona, you know, whether she realizes it or not, is trying to commit genocide. And uh and the other gargoyle gargoyles obviously don't respect that. Um Demar Demona is a hell of a villain, man. Um, also, you know, she's a little, uh, kind of sexy with that big eighties style red hair, lots of hairspray holding that up. I presume, um, big thick tail, leathery wings, claws. She's, she's pretty badass. Um, yeah. Do you ever watch the, gar the gargoyles, Ben? Yeah. What's her name? Demona. 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 I, I watched, I remember watching it. I just don't remember it. The, uh, I've talked about the, I, I don't remember the podcast that we did, but it was for a draft more. I think I talked about, I think the, the main villain's name is, is Vince. Something like that. Vance. I don't know. They're allied together. Him and Demona. Mm -hmm. They're, they're sometimes allied together. Um, yeah, but I, I think she's the real underrated villain there. Um, and she doesn't shy away from modern weaponry either. Like the first episode of Gargoyles, man, dude, she pulls out like a fucking laser rifle to narc some of her brethren out of the sky. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yep, I'm going with Demona. That's a value pick in the fourth round. I'm about to hit you with a fucking value pick. Bro. All right, all right. I'm about to hit you with the coldest villain of all time. Who is this? This is a villain that gets literally no play. No play. None. If you ask kids to identify, you know, say a number of Disney villains, this one would not come up. 
wouldn't come up because it's so underrated that it just falls out of sight. Wow, who, I'm curious. It's not flashy. This villain actually never makes an appearance on screen through the whole movie. Oh, just talked about? It is just a driving force in the background. And it is recognized by the cast and characters and the world around it to be like the epitome of evil. The f- what is this? I'm talking about man. Man. Oh. In Bambi. Oh my God. Man is a force in Bambi. A force of destruction. Nothing good. You never see man, but you know man is bad. You know man brings the doom, brings the harm, brings the trauma. Yeah. Poor little Bambi's mama. Blasted. By man. Super blasted. Super blasted. (laughs) But I think this is a great pick. And I don't know that this... So, the American Film Institute, they did, after like the hundred, the hundred year mark of film, right? To, to mark a hundred years of film, they did a list of the hundred greatest villains and heroes. And in the top 20, there's only two animated villains or two animated films that are represented on the villain side. Mm-hmm. Top 20. The Evil Queen from Snow White, uh-huh. obviously. But then Man is on there for Bambi. That's crazy. Even though Man is never seen, but it's just because it is such a driving force in the narrative of the movie. <clears throat> and there isn't another evil in any Disney movie that drives the movie in the way that Man does. Hmm. But I think that's super... I think even though it's identified by American Film Institute, I think in terms of like with the public or with the casual viewer, man is slept on. Disney doesn't bring it up. No. Disney's not going to. And then you gotta you also have to look at yourself in the mirror when you bring up like, ooh, man, man's bad villain. But we're man. We're bad motherfuckers. Dude. Oh, that's an interesting pick. It's certainly interesting. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not I, I'm gonna save it for the duel, but it's a, uh, yeah. It's certainly, I mean, yeah, it's undeniable, man. Man is terrifying. Man is like lurking in the background. It's like Jaws. Man. Except Jaws lurking in the background is a fish, right? I mean, Jaws is a shark. Yeah. Man is a man. Right. But both are lurking. <laughs> you don't see them. It's just the suspense of them just being slightly out of reach. When was the last time you saw... Um, Bambi? Yeah, Bambi. Hmm. I could tell you right now, actually. Ben is retrieving Bambi from his... Complete... Is that a complete Disney collection, Ben? Yeah. It's a complete Disney collection of movies on Blu-ray and DVD. And uh, he's checking out the box now. He's examining it to see, presumably, he marked down the last time he watched it. As I, I like to imagine, Ben has a list uh, that he he keeps track of methodically of when he watches these films throughout the years. And he's got a schedule that he abides by. Um, he's got a 
he's got to write down name of film, date, and uh, the consistency of bowel movement that day. And that is um, what the list entails to keep track of when Ben has last watched Bambi. What's the verdict? Um, the verdict is <laughs> So it has been a minute. Okay. But <laughs> 2016. How do you know that? Is that when you bought the movie? Uh, so I looked at when the the date of when the movie came out. Yeah. And then I know that from the time of when that movie came out on Blu-ray, I've watched it in our Disney movie countdowns, because Anisha and I do a Disney movie countdown every time we go to a Disney park. Oh. And so we we do like a Disney movie every day. And so that's in the list. And it was in the list consistently up through 2016. Wow. How about that? Is it a good movie? Yeah, it's good. Okay. And it kind of changed the game in terms of like animated, animated film history the way they brought live animals, live deer into the animation studio so that they could really analyze how they moved so they could translate that over into the animation. Like, Bambi walks like a deer. They all walk like deer are supposed to walk. Yeah. It's impressive. I love that. They flee like they're supposed to flee. If they come across man and they got a dip, hope they look like that in the movie. Yeah. They get blasted by man. They fall down like they get blasted by man. That's pretty cool. Pretty dang cool, man. That's the draft. That's it. That's a riz app. It's a rap. You know what that means. Oh, shit. Ooh. You hear that music? It's time. Man. It's time. Sun's getting real low, big guy. It's time, buddy. We're doing a duel, not at high noon, but at dusk. Dusk do. Dusk duel. I've had my evening cappuccino and uh, I've oiled up my my finger rockets. I'm ready to do this. Okay. Okay. He's ready to do this, ladies and gentlemen. But am I ready to do this? The answer is no. Ben's I'm always ready. ready to do this shit because I'm always winning. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, there's oh, that whip. That's ooh. a good whip, baby. Yeah, there we go. Number one, Otto versus Sabor. AI versus Natural Predator. We evolved to beat these predators with our minds. Tarzan does it, and he barely got a little pointy rock. But Otto, Otto's advanced. He hijacked a ship for generations. Generate thousands of years. This dude's bad. He's got no emotions. Only cold intentions. Auto for the win. Man, I'm going to have to disagree with that. Sub- Dude, Sabor narked and ate, consumed, presumably, Tarzan's parents. It is only because Tarzan grew up in the jungle that he was able to beat Sabor in hand-to-hand combat. Claw-to-hand combat, I should say. And an AI, I mean, we control AI. We program them. Just pull the wires out. Pull the plug on it. It's fine. That, that didn't really work in the... Uh... And Wally can't really just pull the plug. I mean, everything worked out in the end. And I mean, Sabor is just attacking flesh bags. They didn't know that he was a threat. That's like going out on a hike and then you just get kind of got by a bear. You didn't know what was going to happen. It just happens. Yeah. That's the clock. 
I mean, it's it's nature, baby, Sabor but nature is avoidable. Otto is not. Dude, Sabor is te- Sabor is Otto not is avoidable. getting you fat so you can't even walk, son. <laughs> like, come on. Also, are they recycling people into those drinks they're drinking? If it's happening, it's happening because of Otto. Yeah, but Otto was programmed to do that. Humans programmed him to do that. Dude, but he all... I don't know. He can go against his programming in some capacity because he's able to go against the captain. You know who the real captain is of this team, though? Percival C. McLeach. He's a bad motherfucker. He cages kids. He'll kill kids. He poaches animals. Big, beautiful, free animals. He's a bad guy. I agree. I mean, you know, Sheriff of Nottingham is a real piece of shit. But uh, ultimately, Percival C. McLeach, I mean, engaged in what you would call human trafficking. And then was going to feed a child to saltwater crocodiles. So you win that one. (laughs) That's a whipping, boy. That's a whipping. You know where else I won? Stinky Pete. Stinky Pete, especially in this round three matchup. Stinky Pete versus Lampwick. Lampwick. He doesn't even have any freaking airtime in the movie. He's not a freaking villain. He's just a compatriot of Pinocchio. Stinky Pete is a driving force in Toy Story 2. He's actively working against Woody. He does not want Woody to get back to his loved ones. He doesn't want him to go back with his friends. He does everything in his power to manipulate and prevent Woody from getting forward. He even rips his arm with cold-hearted intent. I'm telling you, he could just hack you to pieces. Stinky Pete is evil. Lampwick is everything the D.A.R.E. program warned you about. Lampwick peer pressured Pinocchio into gambling, saying naughty words, smoking, and hitting the hooch. Okay? He turned Pinocchio into a, a drunken child. He peer through peer pressure and did that to others too, countless others, thus causing them to be turned into donkeys to be used in slave labor. Why donkeys? I don't know. I guess because you make an ass of yourself. Eh, 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 nice one, Disney, with the pun. Lampwick, he's peer pressure incarnate. That's real scary. That's an underrated villain. Lampwick was in 3.85% of the movie. <laughs> yeah, let that sink in for a second. 3.85. Hey, underrated villain. Three. You know what? That 3.85%, that's meaningful. There are only two characters who have less screen time than him. The Blue Fairy and the Coachman. <laughs> the fish has more time than him. Well, the fish, I mean... The, the fish, Cleo, Stromboli, Gideon, Monstro, Honest John, Figaro, Geppetto, Jiminy Cricket, and obviously Pinocchio all have more time. All the real villains. Hey, you wanted underrated? I gave you underrated. Should have picked Strong Bully. I gave you underrated. You know the most underrated is man. Man is slept on. Man is the ultimate force that destroys all. And that carries over into the real world. Man kind of sucks. We kind of suck. But we make great podcasts. We do. We make great podcasts. Now, I have to, I have to disagree with your take. I have to disagree. I have to disagree with man being a force of evil and Bambi. Man eliminated wolves, which are, you know, the natural predator of deer, and also bears as well. Again, natural predator of deer. Uh, grizzly bears specifically. And so 
man is necessary to maintain the ecosystem and make sure deer don't breed themselves into a panicky state of recklessness in the ecosystem. So we have to care for the, we have to conserve the environment by eating and consuming deer by controlling their populations. What happened to Bambi's mother is unfortunate. And, uh, but you know, it's actually, it's illegal too. I don't think you're allowed to shoot a doe. Now that I'm actually talking my way through this, I think you... Yes, like you're you're trying to make an argument that man isn't a villain, but man is categorized as a villain. It is the villain of Bambi. You look up villain of Bambi... It's man. Man. Man is villain. But man is bad. This guy might have just, you know... No, you don't get to make up some other force for the bad guy. You could say anyway. that for any of them. Like, you know what? Because I tried to do the same thing with Lampwick, and you were like, yeah, he's a victim, but technically all bad guys are victims. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Not all bad guys are victims. Um, hey, I'm just saying what you said. No, I, I said that earlier, but it's not true. It's not true. Uh, Demona, dude, she she's genocidal. The music's been stopped for she'll, like 40 she'll, seconds. She'll kill her own people, and she'll kill humans just to achieve her goals. She's on some sort of like Hitler level of And Hitler evil. was a man. But Demona is a gargoyle, so (laughs) (laughs) who's the real monster? Who's the real monster? Okay, okay, okay. Well, you know what? So anyway, I won that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know what? You can tell us who won because that is a re-zap. That's right. We are done here. Yes, please email us at Mount Draftmore. That's mtdraftmore at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, tips, uh, uh, tips on, you know, how I might be get, be, get better at my chess game, for instance. We'll read it on the air. What? <laughs> we'll read uh, your, yeah. chess subscri- your chess advice on air? Yeah, yeah, we'll read it on air. You know, if you have any tips for how Ben should better categorize his Disney rewatches, uh, please let us know. And uh, let us know if you like the episode. Anything else that we should say, Ben? Uh, you know, I, you know what? That's it. I think, I think Dylan got it. We got you covered here. Thanks again for listening, y'all. You know what it is. This is Draft Snacks. We always appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to listen to us because time is valuable more valuable than anything so thanks for being the man or the woman or the person or the person thanks for being the person yeah thanks for being that guy who dedicates their time to this awesome podcast we love you have yourselves a safe day awesome take care peace